All right, let's waste no time. Away we go. It's the Great Dane Huddle live on a Monday night. 28 minutes late, but we're here nonetheless in the ESPN Madison studio. I'm Alex Strofe alongside former Badger, former NFL punter, the great Brad Norman, Alex Gravatt running the show for us tonight. Uh, just moments ago on the NFL Network, Ian Rappaport saying nothing yet. Multiple times in his hit on uh, on NFL Now saying Aaron Rodgers has not told anybody what he wants to yet. The Packers and Jets have not worked out a deal yet. Everything we heard earlier, well, according to Ian Rappaport, at least, of the NFL Network, none of that is true. So the Rodgers saga lives on to see another day. Brad Nortman, um, curious on this aspect, and it goes back to January 8th when the Packers lost to the Lions in Week 18, were eliminated from playoff contention, and he said, I'm not going to hold anybody hostage. No, I'm not going to hold the team hostage. Uh, you know, we're in January now. Free agency is March, so I just need time to process it all. That was 64 days ago. <laughs> and the Jeopardy music, so the game right. show of which Aaron Rodgers longed to host, is now playing behind him as we await a decision. Has he waited too long? Aaron Rodgers is losing credibility by the day. Yeah. And, and respect. That's my impression on this. You look at the Packers, you look at the Jets, how they're handling this. They seem to me like they're the adults in the room, right? And look, Aaron Rodgers said it. It's his life. He can take his time. But the moment he knows how this NFL calendar works, he knows what's at stake. And he even said it however long ago when the season wrapped up. I'm not going to hold anyone hostage. I know when free agency is in March. He's had plenty of time to think about it. What was the point of the darkness retreat yeah. if not to walk out with some clarity? So I think the longer this goes on, the the less serious I can take Aaron Rodgers and the more respect he loses. Now, that respect can be gained pretty quickly by showing up to the Jets and, and playing at an MVP level for sure. But it just goes to the... The idea that this is what the Packers have been getting sick of this whole time. Like, you know, yes, the product on the field is excellent, and that creates a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. But the moment that product on the field is not an MVP level, oh, you look at all this and you're just like, I can't deal with this anymore. How can we build a team around this guy when things like this pop up? Now, this is visible to us. I'm sure there's much more behind the scenes that the Packers have experienced. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And I think that is to the point of what Mark Murphy went on the high school state network during the girls' state basketball tournament last week and essentially said something along the lines of, yeah, I mean, we'd welcome him back, but only if what we want doesn't work out. And so you're at a point where we know the Packers are over Aaron Rodgers. We know the Jets are pretty much in a one-horse race by their lonesome, but it's a matter of if Aaron Rodgers wants to play. I'm under the impression he does want to play, given everything we've heard him say on the Pat McAfee show or the Aubrey Marcus podcast or anything in between. So I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what we're waiting on at this are, point. Are you surprised that we are here, that we are into tampering period and no decision has been made and he's been incredibly cool. Yeah, yes and no. Yes and no. Yes, I am because I thought, to your point, the darkness retreat was for clarity and was for figuring out whatever it is he needs to figure out about himself. And he talked about, you know, day three of the retreat was about retirement and day four was whether or not he wants to play and where, you know, I, I, yes, to that point. And yes, because the, the clip I posted on Twitter this morning, uh, at Alex underscore Strofe, the one I just alluded to for, from January 8th, where he said, I'm not going to hold anybody hostage. Yeah, but also, 
I'm not surprised because if I'm Aaron Rodgers, after hearing what Mark Murphy, the president and CEO of the Green Bay Packers, had to say about me after 18 years on your team, 15 years as a starter, a four-time MVP, and somebody that brought you a Super Bowl championship, no, I'm not surprised because I'd do the same damn thing. I'm holding you hostage at that point because if you don't want me, then so be it. I'm going to make you wait. I'm going to make this as hard as possible on you. I'm going to go to the Jets. I'm going to say, hey, guess what? I'm coming here. It's just a matter of time. So don't go sign, re-sign Mike White like they didn't. He went to the Miami Dolphins. Don't go out and try to get Jimmy Garoppolo, who signed with the Raiders. Don't go out and try to bring back Sam Darnold, who ended up elsewhere, right? I, I, I think the Jets and Rodgers may be in cahoots, and that part doesn't shock me. But I don't know if that's true. Doesn't the longer you wait harm the Jets more? It doesn't harm the Packers more, it? Does doesn't, it? it doesn't, right? Because if the, if the Jets are under the impression, and, and look, you've been in a hell of a lot more NFL locker rooms than I have, Brad, right? But if, if they are under the impression, which I would assume they are if they're not even making an offer to Mike White to bring him back, because he was pretty darn good when he started for yeah, the last year. Uh, if they're not even taking a look at Derek Carr anymore, who obviously signed last week, or you're not looking at Jimmy G, some of these guys that are out on the free market, that makes me think that from their wine-and-dine meeting that they had last week, which is so damn odd, by the way, but we can talk about yeah. that in a bit. From that meeting that they had out in L.A. with Woody Johnson and, and Joe Douglas and, and uh, um, head coach's name, who I'm forgetting, Robert Sala, yeah. uh, and, and obviously Nathaniel Hackett, that meeting must have given them some sort of signal that he's leaning A, I'm playing, and B, it's going to be for the New York Jets. Because... So- it, 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 this happens so fast today, right? Mike White isn't even giving it a, a second of thought that he's going back to the Jets. You'd think he has a very good opportunity to start there if he's brought back, but that, that's my impression of it. I could be wrong. Go ahead, Jay. So why don't the Packers just trade Rodgers? Like, he's making us in a really tough spot financially. Why don't they just pull the trigger? Fans are kind of tired it. of it. You just said it. You just said it. It's the financial aspect, right? And I think that's the toughest part they need to nail down is who's paying what. Is you know he's guaranteed X amount of dollars, uh, so I think that's at least a, a large majority a part of it. And B, it could be just the compensation when it comes to draft picks, right? Because I think initially the Packers wanted at least a first round pick, if not a first and a second or two firsts or what have you, and they're not going to get that at this point, right? Because Mark Murphy's going on statewide television at the girls' statewide. state basketball tournament, which is so damn odd. Um, of all places to go, drop bombs like Mark Murphy dropped. And saying, yeah, if it doesn't work out the way we want, we'd welcome him back, maybe. He's, he's an all-time great. But then he's going on another interview after that, doubling down and explaining Aaron Rodgers' tenure in Green Bay in the past tense. So that can't help you in terms of leverage, right? It, it absolutely can. Because if I'm Woody Johnson or if I'm Joe Douglas or if I'm Robert Sala, I'm not offering a first-round pick to the Green Bay Packers for Aaron Rodgers, who they're clearly over. Every leak over the course of the last three months, or three weeks, rather, has been they're sick of him. They're over him. They, they are totally ready for love. Bob McGinn reported at one point that if Rodgers is brought back, he's going to be the backup quarterback making $60 million to Jordan Love. <laughs> right? So it's, 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 right. Yeah. it's very, very clear that Aaron Rodgers ain't going to be in Green Bay next year. And the Packers don't want him in Green Bay next year. So if I'm the Jets, I know I'm going to get him. I'm the only team going for him right now. You might as well take time, especially so, if you have the clarity that Aaron Rodgers is playing, which maybe they don't. So, Brad, do you think that they have a deal worked out yet? Like, a lot of people are reporting that they have the deal worked out. They're waiting to hear Rodgers. Do you two think that that's the case? 
I'm in. I, I, I believe one of two things. I believe either believe that nobody knows, like literally nobody knows, or everybody knows. And he, everyone that needs to know, knows. Like the Packers know, the Jets know, and he basically told the Jets management, if if any of this leaks, it's off. You know, it's one of those cone of silence, and you're not, you're no one saying anything. I want this narrative to be shifted how I want it to be shifted. And therefore, everything is working behind the scenes under this cloak of invisibility, so to speak. So that's what I believe. I can't tell which one it is, though. I really yeah. don't. And the, the longer this goes on, I, I, for the longest time, I figured those who need to know, know. But there's so many reports coming out that nobody knows anything. I just, that, I, it's, it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that he has told nobody and given no level of indication to the Packers or the Jets imagine those franchises right now. This is a chaotic time. There are times, there's like, you know, the draft weekend and the first couple of days of free agency. That is crazy, crazy moments where there's negotiations, phones ringing off the hook. Mm -hmm. This guy's going here, he's going there. Things are changing in the matter of 10 minutes. I'm going to go to this team. Now, give me another contract offer. I'm going to go to this team. To not know who your quarterback's going to be and not have this dialed in, I just I just don't believe that they don't know. I don't know what they're waiting on. Maybe it is Rodgers wanting to break it on his own terms. I really don't know. But I would just be shocked. It would almost be unprecedented for someone to sit back and just be like, you're going to have to wait on me, everybody. Yeah. I And I wonder what the optics are for, for like a, I don't know, a Garrett Wilson, right, the, the, the young receiver for the Jets, who, who was tweeting a bunch today, right? He said, you should see the smile on my face right now after Trey Wingo reported the deal was done. But very clearly, the deal is not done. Uh, but if you're waiting, let's just say another three days, Brad, right? Free agency officially opens Wednesday, but the, the legal tampering period and, and technical deals can be agreed upon already today. I, I don't know what the optics become. If you're in or you're out or you really haven't told anybody where you're at when you said you have, to go back to your point about losing credibility, I am, I am blown away and, and questioning what the optics are, not even from a Packers standpoint anymore, but from a Jets standpoint. If, if you're the new team, he's going to be joining, and your player on that team still in peril, wondering whether or not he wants to play, I, 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 I can't imagine what that's like. You know, I actually don't think the reception would be too negative. The team is Fair. so young, and they have been in a quarterback desert for so long now. The hapless Jets have just been blindly searching for their next quarterback right. and could not have found one. So the fact that they could even get Aaron Rodgers for one or two seasons, I think they have rose-colored glasses on. And those young players, someone like Garrett Wilson, he grew up watching Aaron Rodgers and witnessing his greatness. Mm-hmm. And so he probably looks at the opportunity and says, by any means necessary, let's get Rodgers over here. So I don't think the Jets are being are too the players themselves are too stressed. If the management doesn't know for sure if he's going to be there, I'm sure they're stressed. But I, I would guess the players, by any means necessary, let's get him in here. On the Packers side of it, the longer this goes on, the more it's like here we go again. We've seen this. Yeah. You know, like this is a, and how about this? And 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 he doesn't get a whole lot of talk. He will once this whole thing goes down. But Jordan Love. Jordan Love has handled this very well. By I mean, doing I, nothing? By doing nothing. By doing nothing, showing up, doing what's asked of him. I don't know what else he would do, but I'm sure there are maybe more egotistical guys out there. I don't know anything about Jordan Love. Yeah. As far as his personality is concerned. But that might you know, put some things out there via their agent or, you know, hey, if 
if uh, if you know if Rogers sticks around, we're going to be asking for a trade, things like that. There's plenty that you could do to push the Packers' hand, try to gain respect, whatever. Because we haven't really given Love much respect. Not sure he's earned it yet, but we haven't really given him much. So he's handled it really quite well. And just seeing how this unfolds with Rogers. It's just, it's so him. It's just so him. Yeah, he's so coy. Brand, he's so it? dramatic. And the more Packer fans I talk to, the more it's like, see you later. We can talk about Favre Rogers comparisons. I do not remember this with Favre. With Favre, there was a legitimately hard split in the fan base. Some people on the Packer side, some people, there were lifelong Packer fans. I that feel were like buying, there's more on the Favre side. I think so too. There were a lot of boo. I mean, there, Ted Thompson was public enemy number one. No doubt. When this was happening, people were buying Favre jerseys. People were buying Favre, um, not just Jets, but Vikings, Vikings jerseys. Vikings jerseys, yeah. Cheering for him at Lambeau, wearing Vikings Favre jerseys. So, very different. Favre was beloved, and there was a hard split. It seems like Packer fans are pretty united. We're over this. We're over this. The, I, okay. We could get into this, this more later. I play Sheep's Head with my Where the is na- this going? The neighbors what a in transition. In, uh, what is happening? No, it was the neighbors in my neighborhood. Okay, we okay. play Sheep's Head Thursday yeah. night once a month. One guy, we were talking about this. One guy had a great line. I thought this was so So did true. you play Sheep's Head on Thursday? Uh, a week ago, Thursday. Okay, gotcha. A week ago. Gotcha. First Thursday of every month. Um, I, I stink. I'll be these there guys are, month. These Same guys good. are good. You, you, they're a guest welcome. You can know, buy in. They'd be so thrilled. They'd be so I thrilled mean, to have you. Oh, gosh. Alex let's G, go. Alex Strofe, you guys are in, let's, right? Let's, uh, I mean, I'm bad at cheap said, but I would come, yes. I'm still learning, so I'm a beginner, too. I'll lose money. Let's do it. Yeah, let's All do right, it. I'm in. So right anyway, right one right guy looks at me and he says, you know what the problem is with Aaron Rodgers is? He's not grateful to be a Packer. I thought that was well summed up, that he's not grateful um, to be a okay, Packer. Okay, hold on. I would actually push back on that. I, I don't think that's true. I, I think... I think he's grateful to be a Packer, but I don't think he's grateful of the way he's been treated as a Packer by management. Not necessarily. I don't think he has anything against the fans. I think he'll always be grateful for the fans. Um, you think I, he's I, grateful to play football? Yeah, I do. I, I do. I, I feel like that's the type of guy he is, right? He's grateful for every day, it seems, right? <laughs> Especially since he's been doing the poncha karmas and the ayahuasca. Weed is tight. Weed is tight. <laughs> and the darkness retreats, right? So I, I do think he's grateful to play football. I think he's grateful to have the opportunity to make as much money as he has and to have as successful as a career as he's had. But I don't think he's grateful with the way Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy have treated him over the course of the last three years specifically, right? So looking at um, you know the complicated fella happening that was two years ago when Mark Murphy stood up in front of a mic or with a microphone in front of all of the Packers owners at their annual luncheon, which is such a great... The WIAA Girls Basketball Tournament and the Owners' Luncheon <laughs> have both been uh, referenced here in the first 12 minutes of the program. And Sheepshead. And Sheepshead. <laughs> we are the most Wisconsin program on the radio. Um, <laughs> uh, but I don't think he's been you know, appreciative of Mark Murphy calling him a complicated fella at the Owners' Luncheon. He's a complicated fella. I don't think he's appreciative of the fact that he's going on the statewide WIAA Girls Basketball Network and saying... Yeah, we'll welcome him back if things don't work out the way we want. So, yeah, I, I, I guess I get your point, especially from a Packers fan perspective, like your buddy, I don't know, Joe, who plays Sheep's Head <laughs> on Thursday nights with you in your, in your neighborhood. Uh, uh, but I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. But, but I do understand the point. Mm-hmm. It's just I think it's more complicated than that. And, um, you know, listening to him in, in his final press conference of the season, that same one where he said he wouldn't hold anybody hostage, he ended it by saying, you know, he would miss the fans. He would miss the city. He would miss the reporters uh, that have been with him for 18 years. But I don't know that he'll miss the management if he does 
head to Broadway and become Broadway A.A. Ron. It's the Great Dane Huddle. We're just getting started with you until 8.30 tonight. I'm Alex Strofe alongside former NFL punter, former Badger Brad Nortman, Alex G. with us running the show uh, on the on the ones, the twos, the threes, and the fours. I think you're uh, better than anybody that's on the ones and the twos, as they say in the business. So uh, we'll keep talking Rodgers. That probably made no damn sense. It's fine. I'm tired. I'm tired of Rodgers, but we're going to continue to talk about him next. Uh, your way into the show is 844-770-3776. We're in studio tonight. We can take your phone call. We can take your text. 844-770-3776 is your way in on the old Nash, or excuse me, the ESPN Madison talk and text line. We'll do that next. Continuing right here on the Great Dead Huddle.